What's up, guys? How you doing? This is your girl, Jay, and I'm so glad to be back. It's been a minute. Um, a lot of you guys don't know me. My name is Jalen. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, born and mainly raised. Um, if you asked me a while ago, I would have said I'm a Georgia girl all the way. I love Georgia. I moved there when I was um, um, a young teen and that has been home for a while but i've been back in t-town and um, god has been doing a lot um i did have a podcast called believer's diary a couple years ago and it it really did take off right away um and it took off not because i knew everything or because I was just so persuasive or because people liked my voice, which I did get that a lot. But it was really because God was doing something intimately in my life. And (laughs) it's crazy that he's brought things back around full circle. Um, Last time when I started a podcast, I was so nervous. But I remember I was working front desk at a gym at the time. And Um, everyone was gone. Um, all the employees, even all the people that were supposed to be out and about, you know, working out. Um, it was just me, um, by myself. And I heard the Lord say, do it now. Like, don't wait for the perfect formula for the perfect words. Just get up, be obedient and let me guide you. And when I tell you, uh, my first review, I was shooketh, okay, because I could not believe how well people responded, or even that first person responded. I didn't even know, you know, people were listening, like, what, girl, you was listening, and you loved it? I didn't even have anything written down, and today, uh, I had, I woke up, I had no intentions of starting a podcast, and I felt him say the same thing. Um, just start. Um, say what I ask you to say. Let's flow. I'll give you more as you go. It does not have to be perfect, right? So um, I'm so happy to be back. I feel home. I feel so home right now. Um, I was sitting here during worship and I was playing this song. Um, I think it's called The Lord's Song. I can't remember, but she's wearing this black dress and she has her legs out and she she just looks so elegant and one of the things that she was saying is that um that he's everything you want you ever you're everything I want and I felt the Lord asked me in that moment and this is really why I felt so moved quickly to just start um I made the photo, I put a photo together in literally two seconds. Like I remembered that part. I downloaded the app in literally like a couple of minutes. I didn't have the same app I used before, but this moved me to start fast. And I I heard him ask me, what is it that you want? And in a way he was asking, "Where, where have you been seeking that? Is it in the man that I may have brought you? Is it in your family that you may have been born into? Is it in the job? 
Is it in the new home? What is it that you want? What are you seeking? And how do I already provide that? And I, this might sound a little um, childish to some, but one of the things that I said is, Daddy, I, I want you to tell me that I'm beautiful every day. And it's kind of like that child, you know, I didn't have that earthly father um, where a father and his little girl, his princess, where he would um, affirm you a lot and um, be there for you and um, just all the things that a dad would do with his princess. And I remember at at the most vulnerable time in my life where God led me to watch only movies about fathers. And they always had a daughter. And I did not catch I did not catch on to the pattern until maybe the third or fourth movie. And I realized, OMG, Papa is having me watch movies with fathers and somehow they always end up with daughters or they're or even taken, right? When he um I feel the spirit when when he um, did not stop. That man did not rest until his daughter was safe. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. He did not rest. I'm sorry if I'm moving too fast, but I got to get this out. I, uh, it's on me. It's, it's such a blessing to partake in the Lord's um, word today. It's just so beautiful. You got to hear this. And uh, there's another uh, equalizer. That's another one. Uh, That one's not a father, but that's a movie where I did um, see how. um, What's his name? Holy Spirit, help me. Denzel Washington went after the 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 younger woman that he was kind of spending some time with, you know, at the at the diner and. uh, she was a prostitute and how he he went to bat for her. And I remember both movies and even rec- recently God asked me how much more the Bible says if even an evil person knows how to give good gifts to to the to the ones that they love right to their children how much more will i your heavenly father who loves you with the love you can't even fathom give to you how much more and um just recently um uh an african man he was driving me um somewhere in an uber and he saw uh, that I had something on my head and he said, you know, I don't mean to pry. And he said, I don't mean to um, basically be all in your business. But he said, I have two sons. And he said, I don't know how to fight. Oh, God, I could cry. <laughs> he said, I don't know how to fight. Um, but he said, when it comes to my two sons, and they're doing well. They're in the college, you know, it was a college town. And um, he was telling me, you know, how good boys they are, but how sometimes they can fight, you know, um, with amongst each other. But 
um, he was saying that he was talking to his kids and even his kids said, you know, like, dad, we know like you will get out there if you have to. He said, I don't care if I if I end up behind bars, if you touch my children, something will come out of me <laughs> that I, I don't even like I, I'm scared of it, you know, because they're my boys. I love them. They're my children. He said, if you were my daughter. And if anyone ever did anything to you, he said, I would lose it. And he was a, a he was a Christian man come to find out. And um, we began to talk a little bit. And in that moment, once we got quiet and we were no longer talking, I remember looking up at the sky and just hearing God say, what happened? He said, it's almost like, I, I thought it had to have happened only because I did something wrong and God was punishing me. He said, if you were offended, imagine how much more your father felt in heaven to see you hurting. And it was like he was saying, I'm going to take care of this. Not that I did everything right. Not that I had it all together. But because he was my father... And he saw how much I was hurting and, and, and how much I really, I really just wanted him. He knew, oh my God. He knew my heart. When no one else could see it, my father knew. And he let me know in that moment, I'm going to fight for you. This battle has already been won. You are mine. There is nothing that happens to you that I'm not concerned about. Nothing. When they touch you, they touch me. When they harm you, they harm me. When they talk about you, they're talking about me. Listen. You don't have to like that person. You don't have to like what they did. You don't even have to care about them. But you should watch how you speak on those anointed ones. You should watch how you speak on them. Because they have a father that is also a lion. And when he roars, everybody better get out the way. So you may not like it. But pray for them, intercede for them, um, go on a fast and just ask the Lord, how can I, how can I be of service? Right? Because it's, it's not about them. Father, it's about you. Um, even just recently, um, when I needed help, there was someone that hurt me really bad in the past. And this person, when I needed them the most, showed up for me. Um, and I really got to see how the, the Lord's hand was on this person's life. This person had did some horrible things, horrible things. Um, to me and, you know, to himself and to others. And (laughs) 
still the Lord's hand was heavy on them. Um, just be careful how you speak on God's anointed. Not only because maybe one day you might turn around and that person which you spoke down on may turn around and be the person that will bless you, right? But also because you want to stay right with the Lord and you never know what the Lord is doing in that person's life. So if it's so bad that you can't be around them, don't be around them. It's easy, boo. But if if for some reason God is asking you to Uh, represent him to that person uh, go low and and he'll take you high right um so I, i really felt the need to say that maybe someone needed that but um when i was sitting here and you know i told him you know i just i want to hear that i'm i'm beautiful every day from you lord and i remember he asked me who do you think you are and usually when you say that like it's it's like when you're offended, like, who do you think you are? Like, who? Like, they must be sniffing themselves, right? But in that moment, I knew he was asking me, are you my child or are you something else? Are are you are you my beloved or are you what that man said you were when he was angry at you? Are you my are you my um, are, are you the apple of my eye? Or are you what the naysayer said? Or are you what that old co-worker said? Or are you what your your mother said when she was angry? Or are you what um, your father said when he walked out? Or maybe what he never said, but you just, you filled in the gap and, and you just said everything that you thought he was thinking towards you because he couldn't have left if 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 I if I was a good daughter he couldn't have left if if I was a worthy son right did you just fill in the gaps and just whatever whatever your whatever your mind came up with right whatever the enemy told you who do you think you are who who are you what have you based it on has their words become your God that when I say that you're beautiful and they say that you're ugly, you believe them. When I say that you're that you're chosen and they say you're trash, do you believe them? When I say that that opportunity was open just for you, but they said you don't have the qualifications. Who do you serve? Whose report do you believe? whose report will you believe are you mine or are you theirs are you of me or are you of the world sometimes he may call you and you may not have the qualifications at the time why because he wants you to depend on him He wants to qualify you. He wants to credit. He wants to be glorified. You may not have felt like you were all all the way ready for that, that job opportunity that seemed to be just above your head. But good. That's the way he wanted it. He wanted you to go in there feeling like a kitty. So you can you could come on the other side a a lion, right? Because he gets glorified that way. He doesn't get glorified about everything just going your way. 
you having everything right when you want it at, at the drop of a dime, at the snap of your finger. You may not feel all the way prepared for that man or woman of God, but it's not for you to be. If he says you're ready, if he says that you, at this point in your life, he wants to bring you into this marriage, best believe whatever you don't have, he will fill in the gaps. He wants you and that man of God, you and that woman of God to depend on him. Whatever Whatever else you need, declare that nothing is missing, lacking, or broken. Everything that you need for that man or woman or God is supplied by the one who never runs out. He he never runs out of the wisdom that you need for that marriage. He never runs out of the love that you need for that marriage. He never runs out of the respect, honor. And reverence that you need for that marriage. He never runs out of, 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 of provision. He is provision. He is Jehovah. I remember when he asked me, he said, tell me who I am. Not, not because he didn't know, but because I needed to be reminded. I remember just sitting there thinking, there's no way I'm going to make it out of this. I'm stuck. And I remember him saying, tell me who I am. And ooh, something started bubbling up in me. I said, you're Jehovah Jireh. You're my provider. What? I want what? I'm stuck where? (laughs) You are my provider. You are the beginning and the end. You are Alpha and Omega. There's no one bigger than you. All it takes is one word from you. One word. That man or woman may seem difficult. That coworker may seem difficult. But when you when you put such a, a, a almighty God, a, 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 a big God next to that person, that person is small. That person is in his hands. <laughs> I remember dating this guy right and I mean this guy he was just he was so rough around the edges like I you know at one point in time in your life like you're attracted to that like you think that that's somehow a man that's gonna be able to protect you or you know whatever um but no that's not the case (laughs) um and I mean, he was just so rude, like, and he, he had been through a lot and he had suffered a lot. I mean, from the time that I've known him until that time, like this man had been through hell. I mean, hell, he really was a softie, but he hid it under so much just pain and just he, he was always aggravated and I mean on edge and I could be just waking up saying the simplest things and then is and I'm like whoa and I remember pulling away not letting him see that I see this message somehow I think I put that I didn't see it because I didn't want him to be angry that I left him on scene because I mean it'd be he'd find a reason honey and 
I remember getting on my knees and sobbing and saying to the Lord, Papa, I said, I had enough. I said, I I told him, I, I reminded God of his word and I reminded God of what he said, even to me about this man. And I said, in the name of Jesus, and I started, I mean, commanding, honey, because I was angry, but I refused in that moment to be angry in my flesh. I refused to use in that moment my weapons that were carnal. I said, I'm going to use my sword because you got the right one today. And by the time I was done, I gave him a soft response. When I tell you, honey, <laughs> I, I but this man was so sweet and he was like yeah you right and this that and the other and you know what I really appreciate you and you've always been this and that (sighs) I think I I I I I was shooketh okay I couldn't believe it in that moment, it was just faith. I didn't know that that instantly, but God wanted to be glorified. So he wanted me to see, like, I know it hurts you. I know that this is a trigger for you, the way he talks to you, but I'm bigger. He might be big in the streets. He might be big. Um, he might be known here. He might think he's just big and bad there. But when you, when he gets next to me, it's small. God was teaching me something in my relationship with that man. And he was also teaching him something. It may not have worked out the way I thought it should have. Um, I'm not perfect. Sometimes I still (laughs) want to get carnal. Because, honey, I don't know who you're talking to, right? But at the end of the day, when I go back to God, I'm he puts me in remembrance of who he is. And that's what I felt so strong earlier today is God wants to remind you of who you are to him and who he is to you, right? Because that's also... Um, the fear of the Lord, right, is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is reverence, awe, and respect. God wants you to be in awe of him. How can you be in awe of him if you're never getting to see his best, right? He wants to show you his best. There might be some things hindering that. Things, whether it's our sin, whether it's our stubbornness, our pride, our ego, um, our disobedience, um, um, whether it's curses in the bloodline that that you need to um, fast and ask the Lord to reveal to you, ask Holy Spirit to reveal to you, um, there's there are things that could be blocking His best, but when but He wants to give it to you more than you want to receive it. And I remember this is one more thing that I feel led to shed. This was recent. Um, me and someone wasn't seeing eye to eye and they had said some things. And I remember wanting to humble myself and ask the Lord, "Is are these things true? And I remember crying on the edge of the bed and I looked up and I said, Papa, is this what you think about me? Is this what you feel about me? 
And I remember him bringing me back to a reel I watched. And she was saying, be very careful who you allow to speak over you, who you allow, even just jokingly. Like, oh, girl, you stupid. You just dumb. Or um, you're doing the most. You extra. That's not even necessary. It don't even take all that. Or, you know, just whatever. Like, be very careful who you allow to speak over you in this hour because God is trying to do a new thing. And sometimes when he's doing a new thing, that requires new company. That requires new mindsets. If the people around you are still wanting to be stuck in the old mindsets, even in their in, even in their tongue, they want to still stay. Um, they want to keep speaking discouraging things over you, even just jokingly. You don't have to cut that person completely off if that's not what you feel led to do. But distance yourself a little bit. I need people who who are gonna speak what God said over me, right? I need people who are gonna come into agreement with what God said about me. And if they don't want to take time to know, then they shouldn't be so close to me. If if they don't see the importance or the significance in that, then maybe I should limit what I say to that person. Maybe I should, maybe, and see, here's the thing. This is another thing I'm learning in um, warfare as well. And, and the people close to me is... I could go to Samantha about some things and she was the perfect person to go to about that, right? But I couldn't go to Lauren about those things. And these are just names I just came up with, right? Samantha may be very strong when it comes to to marital advice, but Lauren isn't. Lauren may be bitter in that area. And if I'm bitter too, the last thing I need is to go to another bitter woman. I might need Samantha to check me about a few things about something that I said to my spouse and she will because she, she has, um, she's going through the fire in that area. She's let God purify her in there in that area. She's almost an expert in that area, but Lauren, no, when it comes to finances, Lauren might be the person that I can really talk to about my finances, but Samantha might need some uh, tuning up in her uh, financial etiquette, right? But Lauren, she's really good with our finances. She's went through the fire in her finances, right? She's struggled. She's been homeless. She's she's blue checks on bags and all this stuff. And she's been humbled in that area. Now she budgets. Now she invests. Now she, uh, she tithes and she gives back. She's generous, right? Whatever the case may be. So I might be able to be vulnerable with her in the areas that I'm you know, where I was struggling financially, but I can't be vulnerable with her regarding marriage. That girl will tell me, she might tell me to go and sleep with, uh, Jerome. I'm just making up stuff y'all, but y'all, y'all get what I'm saying. So you learn, okay, this person might their heart might be hard in this area. I might not be able to share so much with them in this area, or they might still be 
um, on their own personal journey. No judgment. Hey, because you let me tell you something. Every time I fix my lips to judge someone, I experience havoc in that same area. I judge that person. Until God, God, I'm telling you with the quickness, immediately humbles me. And you want to humble yourself before God Almighty comes to humble you. Because that thing is crucial. So just shut your mouth and humble yourself before he has to. One of my favorite teachers, she says, child, I'm going to humble myself before daddy does. Because you don't want them problems. You don't want that smoke. Just humble yourself. Um, so you might feel like you got it all together in one area. Don't you dare put your lips on that person who doesn't. Because that person might surpass you because of their humility. And you might fall behind in that area because of your pride. Shut your mouth. You might not like the way she speaks to her husband. Don't go to them women in that group and and talk about her. Pray for her because that woman might humble herself. Figure out the way God wants her to see that man, the way God wants her to speak about that man. And she might come back and teach you a thing or two. Because you struggle with gossip. You might not like the way that man of God conducts business, but don't go to the, to the group of guys. Don't go to the other investors and put your mouth on them. Because in his humility, God might drop some secrets and some keys to him in his private time to learn how to conduct his business. And you might turn around and need his help. Don't put your mouth on them. It's a difference between coming to someone and saying, hey, I noticed that you were struggling in this area. I too struggled. This is what I've done. Um, You know, just a few uh, led by the Holy Spirit. You can have everything right to say, but it'd be the wrong timing. And you're led by your flesh instead of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit knows the exact time when that man or woman of God's heart is softened and they're ready to hear. Some people just aren't ready to receive what you have to give. So Holy Spirit might not lead you when your flesh is telling you, you need to go over there. You need to say something to her. You need to go over there. You need to check him. No, that might be your flesh. You want to wait till Holy Spirit says, right now is the time, son. Right now is the time, daughter. I want you to go and sow a seed. Whether it's your words, whether it's your money, whether it's um, uh, a, a class that you took that blessed you. Right? There's a, there's a time and place for everything. God will not lead you astray. So I say all this to say that God is doing a new thing. He wants to call us into new intimacy. He wants us to know what he 
thinks about us, what he knows about us, what he created us for, right? Um, the plans that he has for us that is better of, of good and not of evil, right? The expected end that he has for us, right? Sometimes that requires us to be alone for a season, right? Um, by yourself, but not alone. He's always with you, right? Um, a season of maybe a isolation, uh, maybe time away from your family, maybe even some time away from that, that man or that woman, maybe some time away, um, um, even from your children, you know, maybe you, um, let your children stay with your, your grandparents for a weekend and, uh, with their grandparents for a weekend and, and you, you know, you spend some extra time with the Lord. Or, um, if you're married, maybe you get up a couple hours earlier, you know, just to sit in his presence. Or um, there was a time where uh, a pastor, he would give his wife a break and he'd buy his wife a room for one night. And, um, you know, maybe give her a spa day or something, just time to herself. And he had the kids for a night. Um you know, just, just whatever it is that there was a time where there was a woman I knew, um, she was really struggling and she, uh, wanted to get a cabin, uh, for a couple of weeks and she wanted to fast and she wanted to be with the Lord. Um, just be intentional and, and know that God loves you. And, and when, what I do is when I hear something that may be hurtful, I don't, I don't always, say, you know, that can't be true. I always go and I ask Abba in my alone time, is this true? Um, is some part of it true? Do I need to work on this in this area? Maybe they, maybe they spoke with hate, right? Maybe the spirit behind them wasn't right, but they were, they were right about something, right? But I need you to, um, be my doctor in this area, be my physician, be my therapist in this area. Talk to me, counsel me, Holy Spirit, show me the way. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you guys are blessed and will continue. You guys are, let me check myself. You guys are blessed and I hope you continue to have a blessed day and know that you are loved.